Tars World of Gaelic Games. Hello and welcome to the TC Tires World of Gaelic Games on Monday the 22nd of August. Thanks to Frank Tynan for an excellent edition of Kilkenny today. Frank will be back again on Wednesday for more great conversations and insight on what is upcoming in Kilkenny. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll be looking back at all the weekend's camogie action with Aoife Lanigan, all the weekend hurling action with Eamon Butler, Nicky Brennan and Pat Tracy, and I'll be running down through the handball results with you. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Text us in on our taxback.com line, the Clune Tech Company on 086-353-7782, or you can phone us in on 56 Good evening, Eamon, Pat and Nicky. Look, you're on. You're on. Lads, I suppose we'll start off, look back at the intermediate matches from the weekend. I don't think we will. I think we'll start off with handball now, in fairness, Kieran, and pay due, pay due recognition to yourself that you got to an All-Ireland semi-final yesterday. You were defeated by uh, Robbie McCarthy, who's no mean player. Just maybe tell us a little bit how, how, the, how the games went, because I was watching it on the phone out in Kilmanagh, and uh, I was feeling sorry for you, and then I ended up feeling awful sorry for Connie, because <laughs> the time the game was over. Uh, but uh, anyway... I was it is a senior semi-final now. It is a senior it's semi-final yeah. that Many great Kilkenny people, obviously Doxy Walsh, John Juggle Martin. Any more have travelled that route? Ah, yeah, mm. Paddy Riley, Paddy Riley, yeah, uh, Ollie, Ollie yeah, Harrell. Yeah, sure. I'm not sure. Billy Burke got there. Yeah, he played Doxy in one. Yeah. Um, you'd be going back now. Yeah. Had me on the spot there, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure most but, of most but of them. Obviously, you were, playing, you were playing a guy yesterday on Saturday who was look at his nearly full time at the thing, is he? Yeah, Asher Robbie's an exceptional he's not only an exceptional player, but he's an exceptional athlete as well. He's look at his twelfth straight final in a row now. What age is he? He's he'd be thirty five now, so he yeah. would have been around the same time as Paddy Hogan. They would have been coming up against oh, each yeah, other all yeah, down through yeah. the years and Richie. Yeah. So um yeah, look, he, I played him two year three years ago at this stage in an all learn quarter final and I was only able to get one and one off him and I was lucky to get those so I said look um, had a good win over Michael Greig and I was playing well put in ferocious effort this year um, got a fitness programme off my cousin um, Dave David Kendi Fitness and he, he did all the S&C with me and it's made a huge difference to me this year yeah. just both like you feel you have you know a good, you're hitting the ball that bit crisper as well so look I knew I was up against it going up to play Robbie um, so I just said if I could get off to a good start and try match him but I got stuck on six and if I had to get to maybe ten first and I might have kicked on and got a few more but yeah. no look he I was happy I stayed in the rallies with him and stayed fighting till the end but he's just he's on another level like and um, look it's great to be in a other semi-final like you said but the start you, of the year they've wanted to go and who will he be playing in the final now he's playing Gary McConnell in the final Gary bet um, Gavin Boogie in the other semi-final and on Saturday um, up right. in St. Combs as well and Gary was actually trailing I think 13-4 at one stage in it then 2015 and came back and won 21-20 yeah Gavin would be Ned's son yeah he's Asher, Gavin's a remarkable athlete as well Gavin is 48 and it's where he's he was only a 28 year old like the way he plays you know he's unbelievable yeah, it's a big man to look after himself. that the new handball centre in Croke Park is not ready for you because I mean we it's probably two years since we talked about I know with Covid and I know it was used as a testing centre and all that but it's a big disappointment it's not back now for for all the handball guys like yourselves yeah well sure look Nicky I played a minor all Ireland in Crow Park and I got well beaten and then say I had a chance to redeem myself then 
I won the intermediate with Timmy at uh, Clifford and we we were sent to Abilara to play that. Then got to the senior final with Doxy and we were sent to Abilara to play that. You know, so like we're after missing out. There's a generation of young handballers now that are after missing out on playing in Crow Park and it's not acceptable really to be honest. Like if you if you at the start of the year no disrespect to any club or anything around, you want to play all your all Irelands in Crow Park. Absolutely. And if that's not available, it should be Torless. But your Torless is turned into a gymnasium now at this stage so like it's it's just very very disappointing and I don't know when it is going to be open because everything and anything is going on up there bar handball and what we're what we're hearing is that it won't even be open for the doubles finals either that the doubles finals are going to be played in Castlebridge and Wexford so look it's it's not good especially when you have um when you like there's exceptional players playing and they're not getting to showcase Absolutely. their talents in, in Crow Park. Um, any sign of uh, we're getting back on television again? I, I'm i not too sure, Nicky. I think the GA handball at the moment is getting a complete revamp. Um, the GA obviously have come in and they're appointing their own people and there's going to be a new manager as well coming in. So hopefully, like, I think... I think like the the profiles there, the players so are there. For a top you know, ace, played on a time on a time scale, say, you know, play for twenty minutes, and the winner of twenty minutes is the winner type of thing. Yeah, but I'd agree with you, Nicky. And the interest is there because, like, even when I won my semi final, I couldn't believe the messages, the support, mm. the, the best wishes you're getting. Like, yeah. you know, the I know Kilkenny is a strong bed for handball, but like, even like all around the country, if you could get. It, like you were saying, time games. People who want to be sitting there, oh, obviously, no, for three twenty ones for an hour and a half. But yeah, no, it's something like that. Yeah, I well, think would appeal. To be, yeah. to be fair, it was good to be able to see the games on the, on the J Handball Facebook page on Saturday. You know, but that's not something that suits everybody. Yeah, no, that's but that's it. Good. Yeah, yeah, no, and look at like the I I think if they do broadcast, like there was big viewings on that there at the weekend. Course, you yeah. know, and a lot of people didn't even know it was being streamed. So if a few more had known, uh, finally, you know, Karan, let me let you back to the program. Uh, you're in doubles action at the weekend, but you're kind of waiting to organise a partner at this stage. Yeah, look, we'll see how it goes. Um, where are you supposed to be playing, playing against two? Playing in Crinkle on Saturday uh, against Joe McCann and Joe Dowland, so the two boys are from AO. Um, so it'd be a tough one. But what stage is that? Uh, last 16 ah, preliminary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the winners then go into the quarter final then in three weeks' time. So look, if we if you could get over Saturday, you'd have a chance then to prepare. You know, and yeah, get Welsh, look, it was a brilliant, it. a brilliant uh, achievement to get so far in the senior singles. It's the flagship competition in uh, in handball. So well done, Kiran, on behalf of us all and all the people who support handball in Kilkenny. Thanks, lads. Yeah, and um, while while we're on that, I suppose I'll run down through the handball results um, from the weekend. We had uh, the softball nationals took place down in in Wexford venues yesterday, and there was success for Kilkenny. And um, we own club Talbot Inch won the Division One. They defeated Lock McCrory in the final, forty-two eighteen. The team of Anthony Clifford, Dan Carroll, James Kenny, and Reen Dolan were on top form all day, and um, that's the double completed now for the lads. The first Kilkenny club to ever do it, both the forty by twenty and sixty by thirty. So huge credit goes to the lads, and um, obviously fierce disappointed for Andrew 
Brennan as well who missed out obviously he's carrying an injury at the moment and um, he would have been part of that team but um, it was it's brilliant success for the club and all the hard work that's going in and special thanks again to Claire Clifford who organised training for the lads went down to Castlebridge in preparation and everything for for that uh, tournament yesterday so it's brilliant and then in the f- Division 1 skills Anthony Clifford won the skills competition as well great for Anthony after getting the silver medal in the 4320 but he made up for it there yesterday he was by far the standout player on show yesterday and um, well done to everyone that played then in Division 2 Taman from Wexford defeated Kells 31-24 then in Division 3 then Bally Desmond from Cork defeated Culler Hill from Leash 42-12 but it's brilliant to see Culler Hill taking part in that competition a predominantly 40-20 club they put in fierce effort as well they came into our own club there a couple of occasions for training so well done to them then in the girls uh, Lock McCrory won Division 1 they defeated Kilfane Lock McCrory were very very strong but Kilfane have some lovely players coming through as well they were just talking to Aoife Holden who was the manager of the team she was delighted to get to the final that was their goal and um, just Locke McCrory had two standout players on the day and uh, very very strong players then in Division 2 Kells from Kilkenny defeated Taman in the Division 2 girls final 42-30 and there was victory for Sean Hayes in the skills competition so well done to her and the Kells team and well done to all our players who played in the failure competition it was brilliant 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 event and um, Wexford hosted it as well and their hospitality and officiating was, was top class down there as well then in the minor singles played yesterday as well there was victory for Kyle Jordan he defeated Owen Daly in the minor singles order in semi-final 21-5 21-10 so he booked his place in the final where he'll come up against his old rival Cormac Finn and then in the Silver Masters B singles Willie Murphy defeated Mike Baker from Clare 21-4 21-11 so he's progressed now onto the final as well so uh well done to all those players and also on Saturday out in Talbot's Inch there was victory for the clock pairing of Amy Brennan and Lauren Power defeating Natanya Jackson and Emer Barron in two very close games um, so the girls will go on now to the minor semi-final and um, girls handball in Kilkenny is very strong at the moment so hopefully Amy and her partner Lauren will go on now to All-Ireland success um, before we go to our first break lads um, you were a good few Intermediate games at the weekend. Pat, dance four three from three. Yeah, uh, it didn't look like that early on in the game now. I thought uh, Dane's fourth started poorly but and playing with the wind. But both teams found it very difficult to play with the wind in uh, Freshford on, on Saturday. And uh, I just thought that looking at the Dane's fourth team, uh, they were a little bit uh, inexperienced in that middle third. And Richie Hogan came out and uh, just that was just the, the key moment, really. He uh, got a grip uh, on things out there and Dane's fourth started to motor from there on and uh, uh, very impressed the way they played in the second half and Paul Murphy just cleaned up uh, and, uh, in defence in the second half and uh, you know Jack Bruton has shown great form and uh, he was he got you know when you're playing up the hill and into the wind the ball is dropping a bit shorter in front of you and you have a bit more space once you get in over the half back line in Freshford when you're playing up that way uh, you, you generally have a bit of space so yeah good a good win and uh, they're playing the Royal Steag next I saw that game the Royal Steag against O'Loughlin's uh, right good game all through O'Loughlin's led for 40 minutes they got a goal early on and there was that kind of a goal between them Richie Lahey really inspired the Royal Steag he took the freeze as well but he ended up with 110 out of the out of the 120 and then the likes of Jim Ryan and uh, um 
Kevin Murphy they chipped in with points here and there along the way as well so and uh, a great catch from Richie Lahey in the end uh, he passed to Jim Ryan he pointed um, O'Loughlin is probably going home thinking maybe they should have gotten a free in I thought maybe they should too but uh, the ref wave play on and then give a free out for over carrying which <laughs> I always think is the ultimate insult <laughs> but anyway uh, it was um, I suppose the Rory and played slightly the better probably played the better hurling but uh, uh, they're you know they get a bit a little bit more momentum they're unbeaten now you see it, you know the the drew was was freshford and they won the other two so um you know a bit of momentum and uh, a little bit more confidence they they they're going to be in definitely in the shake up yeah no mm. definitely yeah and look the, the couple of players you mentioned Pat have fierce experience and fierce, fierce talent experience, there you know. yeah, like they have a half back line of uh, Pat Ling Joling and Kieran Joyce I mean, yeah, where, well, where would you get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, Shane Ryan, then a full back, he's excellent as well. And uh, uh, the you know the backs are good and have have a great uh, like Tom Murphy in the forwards and Jim Ryan. They're huge men and uh, you know uh, very good in the air. So you know that's uh, that's the the, the thing as. Um, they, they, they won't be out they won't be outfielded anyway I'd say you know and uh, oh. they'll take a and they are big strong men you know so yeah. but Lachlan's now are good Lachlan's played a lot of good hurling they're, they're fast and pacey you know that a, a good few of the senior seniors lads that played seniors playing you know yeah, they're full forward lines dangerous. Like, um, they're, oh, yeah. they're the same against Freshford mm. if if they go off to a flying start. Like, yeah. if you can get the ball in good and fast into those lads, they'll go That's to town. Right. Sammy Johnson, now, who was very uh, influential early on, uh, was um, uh, Kev- Kevin or um, Kelly. Um, um, Connor? Con- um, no. Um, uh, brother Marks um, oh Gary. Uh, Gary Gary Kelly yeah. Gary Field if you, he laid on the goal now and laid on a couple of points early on scored a point or two they got to grips with him a bit in the second half alright uh, <coughs> but uh, he was he was he was quite good and Sammy Johnson a great finish really placed the ball in the top corner you know it's a real it's a real finisher's goal now I thought mm. you know yeah mm, but uh, they, they don't anyone rule them out now no. Uh, 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 you know when they meet them they're going to be in the game They, I'd expect them now to give Moonkine that'll be uh, they'll be very um, even and very uh, that suit each other you know yeah mm. yeah no definitely yes and um, Eamon you were out in Kilmanagh with Nicky there on Saturday Eamon <laughs> talk about the match in Kilmanagh <laughs> Nicky was only in the background <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Kieran playing handball <laughs> so I was, I was disappointed for Kieran and I was happy enough for a long time and till eight minutes ago Eamon you take it from there yeah it was a, look at this was the start of a game for the first 15 minutes it wasn't great on both sides like there's a lot of wides you know um, I think Connie had four or five wides in a row and then you're looking at the Carrick Shock side uh, Caradown he pulled off four or five fantastic saves in the first half Carrick Shock probably felt aggrieved they could have three or four goals on the, on the board bar the one they got that Jamie Power scored early on you know and then like the second half so the end of the first half then it was a very very exciting game um, and Carrick Shock were in front and then Connie got their goal and then um, you know they were six points up at half time I think it was one twelve, one six. like so you, you you know from that position you'd be saying you Connie be very happy and then second half was kind of the same pattern and they, they, Connie ended up going eight points up going into stoppage time you know and I remember saying to Liam on the commentary uh, Kyrie Chalk had a free and they, uh, they put it over the bar once I said Geez, you know they, they nearly need to go for more than goals at that stage and I didn't think there'd be that long left and they ended up getting the two goals in the injury time then and then 
you know, um, through the last goal, like, you know, just it was a high ball in and I don't know, it was a shame power, someone pulled on it and went into the net and, you know, even after that then, Connie still had a chance to, to equalise, went straight up the pitch and again, the ball went wide, like, so it was a kind of a weird game in terms of, you know, from, from both sides, I suppose, looking after you were saying the carry Chalk side, how did they pick the lads up off of the ground with five or ten minutes to go and from the Connie side then, and then to have it totally like roles reversed, you know, so it was, um, it was an exciting game, exciting finish, but um, you know, I suppose both sides are kind of feel you know that they could have, they should have probably won it. Like, and definitely when we were points up going into injury time, I, I thought Connie sure they were home and hose nearly, you know, so they'll be bitterly disappointed. But at the same time, you know, it is the league, so if, if it's going to happen, at least it happened at the right time, and they can plenty of time to put a spin on it. And do you know, and they played very, very good hurling as well, Connie did. To be fair, do you know, I was very impressed with the likes of Mark Gunner there. You know, the, the more ball they gave him, the more scores he got. You know, he just left it look simple. Um, I thought James Bergen had a very good game. He scored one three from play. You know, they, they played some lovely stuff. Carrick Chalk then, you'd be very happy. John Power was very, very good in the half-back lane. Um, and then I thought it was interesting. They had two free-takers. They had um, Jacob DeWeyer at one side. And then they had... Um, Full oh, forward, on on yeah. yeah. He, he took was, the other freeze. Excellent. But you know, to see, like it, uh, often you'd have a lad might take sixty fives, another lad might take the short freeze. But kind of the left hand side of the pitch, one player took them, and the right hand side the other. So it kind of they were both taken over, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, thanks for that, Evan and um, Nicky. We were just, just saying those thrown away lead like that could prove costly. Ah, yeah. No, look at the words, the, I didn't speak to any after they was so sick myself. Uh, and then on the last day again, Donna Megan, they were terrible slow at the blocks in the first half and got within three points at the end. And, you know, we have struggled as, as a club over the last few years to kind of put two big performances back to back. And, you know, they, were, they, they actually kind of played some really good hurling at times, but now they're struggling and uh, um, they're up against a, a team that probably pulled off the, the result of the weekend was Young Ireland's defeat in Thomastown. Yeah. I mean, Barry was at that match for us and we kind of, we ceded the commentary to him at the end from Freshford because Dan's Ford had the game wrapped up. So we knew the one in Greg DeMana was much more exciting. So Barry did a did a final five minutes or so and it was very, very exciting. So that's uh, not going to be easy for Connie now. They're going in now, um, you know, with the heads down, if we could put it that way. So they just have to get it back up again. Um, I saw Moonkine against Freshford earlier in the middle of the week. Pat was at that as well. Really impressed by Moonkine. I thought they worked worked very very well. So look, there's been some very decent games in the in the in the intermediate, but um, obviously at this stage, Lactons, um, there they were beaten by, by Moonkine they're down on one point and obviously Fenians and St Martins have points have no points on the board yet so um, there could be a right dog fight at the, as, as is always the case relegation no matter whether it's senior intermediate or not it's a, going to be a dog fight and by God when you see teams that are there in intermediate it's going to be some dog fight to get to, 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 to avoid the trap door for intermediate Yeah St Martins must be very disappointed because the, you know the, they're, they're not scoring at all, you know. I mean, eleven points. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit surprised. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised that they're. Uh the they were they well are. beaten by Gordon as well, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. You know, the Connie lads are going to be they're, they're actually scoring, but they're obviously yeah. conceding as well. Mm. That's the problem. Uh, Fenians now, I, I was, you know, they they played well um, against the wind on Saturday against your lads, Pat. Yeah, very but they were, well. But they were well out of it in the second half. Now yeah. I have to say, yeah, they, they were. just yeah. Once Saints Fort brought Richie Power out, 
you know, Richie and, Hogan, yeah. Or Richie Hogan, yeah. I should say, for him out there. And um, Donomagan, Paddy Kelly was covering Donomagan, and obviously they were well in control against uh, against St. Martins. And clearly, um, not a lot between the Roar and uh, Lachlan's as well. I mean, Lachlan's are not going away now. The question is, next weekend, now they're, going to, they're going to have a situation where they're playing in um, Nolan Park and the senior at 2 o'clock on Saturday, and they have the intermediate at 4 o'clock in Thomaston. So there could be a couple of players overlapping there. Um, whether, whether Mark Berrigan and Robbie Buckley, their injury status. I don't know what it is like at this stage so they're going they're going to be caught a little bit there perhaps mm. you see what will happen now is I think clubs will decide well we're going to be this is we're going to be their fourth or fifth and they'll you know they'll, they'll kind of decide on on that and on the, the the games when they're playing yeah well look at this weekend is this weekend is is, is, is the crunch weekend in both mm. of them because uh, um, you know where you are this weekend is going to be that could determine where it'll finish up yeah, you can put a bit of daylight between yourselves, can't you? If you can get a win and well, the, the, the lower lit. Yeah, you see, clubs will, the uh, clubs will work it out and say, well, look, we're going to play this and this, and even if we get four points, we still won't be any further up the hill. So, you know, they, they will work it out. Yeah. yeah. And, Pat, just, uh, you, you were talking about O'Loughlin Gales, we play Moonkine the next one. Like, Moonkine f- coming up from junior, they could have easily had three wins from three. Oh, they could because our game, like, the, the had the momentum uh, going in the last five minutes, went ahead for the first time and uh, went ahead twice in the last five minutes. And, you know, we we uh, uh, escaped to victory that day. And, you know, um, we conjured up two points that you couldn't, you didn't know where they were going to come from. But uh, definitely, and they, they were. Again, they were short a few that day. You know, the first day out, you you just don't know who you have, and and and, and at, at times. But um, yeah, they're 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 a team that if the Moonkind gets a bit of a run on you, you you're they they they'll put you to the sword. So yeah, the whole thing, yeah. yeah, you just have to compete with them out in that middle third. If you, if they start overlapping you from there, it's pint pint pint. Yeah, you know, no, they have, and they have the finishers inside, don't yeah, they? Yeah, that's the way that that's the way yeah. they work, you know. Yeah. So it's uh, it's key, but uh, definitely if you're going out to play him, you don't know what point leaving Paul Hennebury on his own at centre back. No, no, definitely I not. Mean, no, he's a great distributor. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of going to matches looking at the centre back on on his own. I, I don't know why it's happening or how it's always happening but <laughs> that's the last lad should be on his own in the backs yeah definitely yeah um, just before we go to the break um, obviously we, we just touched on it but massive win for young Ireland against Thomastown obviously they're, they're rivals down there but yeah uh, massive win like I don't think most people would have probably tipped Thomastown to win that like and I suppose on paper they're most people's probably favourites to, to go all the way and, and, and to win the intermediate but you know, I suppose from a Thomas Town point of view, again, they, you know they got bet in the league, so like they'll be looking at it. At least it wasn't in the championship, you know. So it might be the kind of might kick him into gear. That could nearly see him over the line, and in some ways, you know, because whoever comes up against him in championship will have to go beat him again. Yeah, you know, exactly, to try and, yeah. and knock him out. So, but mm. traditionally, Thomas Town find it very hard to beat Gordon. Mm. Uh, the the I think they beat him uh, was last year, the year before. All right, narrowly, and uh, but um, they do find it very hard to beat. Go- Gordon generally have a little bit of a hex on him, mm. so uh, and, and it, it happened again. 
yeah, mm. yeah. It'd be interesting to see um, how many lads had that in the predictor there. Out in the no, 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 I don't think too many had it here on there. Was, I had a big look at it earlier on there. So I think there's one person already that has got every um, score right so far in, in, in all the rounds or, or, or close to it anyway. She's some going. But I'd say there's more looks in judgment now. Get that person in here. Yeah, we get get to do it a lot. Yeah. Just a note in here that Lachlan's and Munkine, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's been played in Thomastown on Sunday and that both clubs are actually going to pl- are playing one another in the Junior E semi-final also and that's going to be played as a curtain raiser on Sunday. So that's good good uh, sensible thinking by both clubs there now. Oh yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Is that uh, what's at 4 o'clock? Is this well, I, I, yeah, it's fixed for 4 o'clock, the intermediate game, so it's, mm. I just, just got a, got a text in and thanks for that um, person who sent it in to me. And just to say, people are, there's a big, big issue with the Kenny J website at the moment, but I think just part for listeners to know that the issue here relates to the uh, feed from Croke Park and, this, and the Croke Park system. It's not actually the Kilkenny County Board website, but I know it's a bit of a nuisance, but Kilkenny J are putting up information under the news section. So if you're looking for information on results and fixtures, look up the news section if you can't get in on the actual website, because I know an awful lot of people um, defer to the, the website when they want to know what's actually going on at any particular time. So that's the situation with that. Yeah, thanks for that, Nikki. Right, we'll take our first break. Jane is after where we'll be looking back at all the weekend's Camogie action with Aoife Lennigan. TC Tars World of Gaelic Games. And welcome back. We have a couple of texts in. Just one from Jim there and saying, Hard luck. Um, Take your on last Saturday. Thanks for that, Jim. You'll be delighted with that Carrick Shock victory that Aaron spoke about there. And um, great to he- hear that you're tuning in. Um, Aoife Lanigan, busy weekend of junior, senior, and intermediate action. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it's great to see club games back now uh, after the All Ireland win. So, uh, girls getting back into it and continuing on bringing. Bringing hopefully to what they did and counted in into their club games. Yes, and they started off Friday night with Thomastown very comprehensive win over Tullerone two eighteen to five points. Yeah, I, I said last week I thought Tullerone would put a big a bigger performance in. Oh, I don't know when when you look at it. It's great that Thomastown are put up a good score there. Um, Tullerone I'd say we disappointed that they didn't get a bit more scoring, but uh, first game out you, you don't know what we teams are going to, to perform so yeah kind of build on it now and get back they're actually uh, have a I think they're have a buy next week so they they have a yeah they have to buy next week so that's Clara being in their groups against Thomastown so Tullerone get the hopefully get a few extra uh, days training in and regroup then again and um, then on Saturday I suppose we had two two games a senior championship game between St Martins and Young Ireland's and Young Ireland's put up a massive score as well 4-17 to 2-6 against St Martins yeah like St Martins playing at home and with, it, with, with Casey Nolan you, 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 I would have thought that they would have put on a, a better score than 2-6 like I don't know Young Ireland's Seems to come out come out from the um, drops very quickly. So yeah, scoring four seventeen against St Martin. That's a, a great score from from Young Ireland's like Stuart Fitzgeralds and O'Keefe's and then a few of the other girls that have been there over the years as well. Yeah, so great score, uh, great for for Young Ireland's like they've been there over the years, but kind of to get in and start from from the beginning and getting good good kind of scoring differences. Good for them. Yeah, and good to be one to watch. 
to you know put it up to the, the the big teams? Well, they got to a semi final a few years ago, yeah. But uh, I think they they've regrouped now, and I think uh, with also with uh, the girls getting on the uh, Johnson getting on the uh, senior county team, I think that's kind of helping helping as well that they've got uh, that opportunity as well. So yeah, I'd say they they could it could be a dark horse. And then in the intermediate, as uh, a very tight game between St. Lactons and Emerald St. Anne's. St. Lactons coming out with a one-point victory, 2-4 to nine points. Yeah, I, I thought Emerald St. Anne's, with the experience of being there and being into a final two years ago, I thought they would have got a chance and would have had it. But yeah, for just St. Lactons who have split from Liz Downey this year to kind of put it to him, yeah, and great performance by him. And yeah. then with the point win. So the old saying goals, goals win matches, and yep. certainly did that one. Mm-hmm. Um, then... Then on Sunday we had a large amount of games and cracking game again between Piltown and Winegap. Piltown three twelve, Winegap two twelve. So just the goal separating both those sides. Yeah, if you look at looking at the Piltown team, like you, yeah, it's Casey Power, um, Anya Power, who's come back as well, and then you've um, Lauren Arse back at full forward. Like she, I missed out on some of the county team this year because she had a serious foot injury, but she's back now. Yeah, and great to see this Piltowner. Goodness, yeah, wine gap. I'd say probably disappointed with, with probably Denise. Uh, I'm not sure was she freeze or whatever. Yeah, but I'd say Piltown are delighted that they've got it, and especially then wine gap at home again. That that uh, Piltown got got over. It, it, they're always a, the two of them kind of bring the, the best out of each other. Yes, no, definitely. It's always always only a pocket of ball between them, isn't there? Yep. And then Dixburg then getting a big victory over St Bridges. I know there was a few comments which spurred on the Dixborough girls but um, 18 points to 5 um, I don't think St Bridges scored in the second half Yeah you look at it like this is kind of the third time this year like they played each other in, in the, the league summer league and first first time they played out, out in um Manor Dixborough got, got the best of them that time. Then they got to the league final, and there was only two points in, in it, one twelve to one ten. So I don't know. I, I didn't hear the comments now, but yeah, looking at the score, like you're saying, like looking at the Dixborough players, I probably could have thought they'd have got goals. But when you got eighteen points, you don't need the goals. I think like when you're looking at it, like a thirteen point win, it's disappointing. But I'd say the, the lads in St Bridges will hopefully um, rebuild and kind of try and get better in the next the next round. Yes, and then Barrow Rangers, then two eleven, Connie. 114, so uh, a draw on that one. Yeah, and uh, did, did you say that last weekend or last Monday? I did, I did. Yeah, yeah uh, you predicted that one. It'd be a narrow, narrow one. Now, if you look at Barrow Rangers, for you look at like 211 against Connie. Connie are up the last two, three years in, in, in senior, having, play, having great players. Uh, just heard there that Roshan Phelan wasn't around, but yeah, when Roshan's not around, great performance by Connie, kind of to keep uh, Barrow Rangers uh, to a draw, yeah, but. Barrow Rangers and you see coming up straight from intermediate last year and great, great achievement by them that, that they got a good score and to get, to get a, draw, a draw against Conaheen. No, absolutely, yeah. And then in the intermediate, Roaring Estique, 318, St. Clair's, nine points, so big so win actually, there. that would be the other way around. I don't know, I, I thought Clare's would have had a bit more experience as well, but Rora are, the two of them are kind of nip and tuck as well. They kind of usually take the best out of each other too, but seeing the Roaring Estique, 318, they've, they've got a few of the younger players up, I'd say. Um, St. Clair's, I said, very disappointed with that score. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Uh, Oh, very comprehensive defeat there for him. Then a big win for Dan's fourth. Then um, four fifteen to four points over Liz Downey. Yeah, I'm looking at as I said, like when I saw when I said Lactons win, I said splitting whatever with Liz Downey. Yeah, Dan's fourth. Like Dan's fourth. I don't know with, with Camogie there. They're they're good one year. 
Well, kind of every second year, I think they're they're there and they're splitting this. So some players were going to Brennan's Bridge, John Locks and the junior, and I think they must have gone back again this year. Have they, um, Pat? I, I'm not sure what the the situation. I saw him playing earlier in a, a league game against uh, Shamrocks, you know, and uh, I wouldn't have seen four fifteen in him. You know that kind yeah. of way that uh, they were they were they were solid enough around mm-hmm. the field, but uh, the, I thought they lacked a little bit of, of scoring uh, that particular day. But I know they're putting in a, a lot of work there, and uh, they've they're um they they they're, they're playing a good few have played a good few challenge travelled out to play a few challenge matches and all that kind of thing. You know, so look, but uh, I'd say you know you'd wonder how is Downey are after the split with uh, with yeah. Freshford and uh, they seem to have suffered. You know, so, but um, yeah, it was a it was a good win and a good start. Definitely, yeah. And then the last game in the intermediate, then or sorry, second last game, James Stevens four ten, Mullavat four seven. And you said last week, Eva, that you expected Mullavat now. You know, Julian Malone, Leon Fenley back there that to to become strong. And obviously, only a pocket of ball between those two sides. Yeah, looking at it, as I said, yeah, I actually kind of I think I said it was going to be a draw that I thought it would be very tight. But yeah, a puck of a ball, yeah, James Stevens, James Stevens. Great, like four ten, four ten. He's just said Mullavat four seven. Yeah, it's great I, starting again. And I think Michelle Quilty is back from Mullavat. Yeah, I don't hear that. Best now. of my knowledge. Yeah, mm. yeah, so, good addition in the forwards there. Yeah, so um, that's that. That's what I heard now. But uh, I, I'm waiting to see how Shamrocks perform in this uh, intermediate. Well, they were supposed to do actually play yesterday, but they didn't have numbers against Lenmore. That's so. Both teams didn't have numbers, I think, was it just because some were That's holidays? why it wasn't played, yeah. yeah, yeah I think that was so. unfortunate, that's just mm. players had their holidays oh, yeah. on the, okay. the day, so hopefully they'll get that in, fixed in again. Mm. Yeah, and um, obviously Aoife James Stevens will be looking to go one step further this year, obviously saying, or um, Barra Rangers getting the better of them last year in the county final, um, but like we said last week, four players on the senior panel, four players on the intermediate. Um, like they, they definitely have a wealth of experience in that team. They have, when you look at it, and then you look at the other scores. Like I know we didn't go through uh, Lachlan Gales Munkine game. Munkine got a good win against O'Loughlin. So mm. uh, yeah, yeah, you see, you look and say any team that are going to be up for uh, Jim Stevens. Great score, but uh, I said Emerald St. Dance have had uh, the experience there, but I think having a good score there from Munkine, 215 to 12 points against Ollock and Gales, I think Munkine could be the dark horse there. Go do the, do the junior and senior or yeah. junior and intermediate. They come up last year, yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. Like, to get a great performance like that. Like, they have played well over the league, yeah, so great, it's a great start for them as well. Definitely, and then two two games in the junior. Then um, the team you mentioned earlier, there John Locks, Bennis Bridge, seven twelve. Greg Namana four six. Yeah, you look at says Greg Namana have a few younger players like John Locks, Bennis Bridge. You have the you have the, the mix of uh, of the two clubs. You have great that they've been good in the in in leagues over the years. And when it kind of gets to the to the championship, they find it very hard because I don't know some of the players are kind of away or something. But yeah, great performance by them there and seeing them scoring seven twelve. Scores. Yeah, brilliant score. And then the the last game, I suppose, in the junior then was Tullerher 5 7. Nave Breed, Aaron's own 2 6. Yeah, Nave Breed, Bella Ragged, Aaron's own, Comer. Yeah, it's great that the, the younger players, Aaron's own, are only a club that have been kind of going the last five, six years. So they're getting the experience of, of joining in with Nave Breed and good and Tullerher, good performance from the side team. Yeah, the 5 7 from it's. 
they're playing play, play great again in, in in the league and and when it comes to championship, kind of a if goal starts like they're a good one day and kind of could be a draw or whatever the next time yeah, but great five seven off from there, yeah. Um, then looking ahead to this weekend, Aoife, obviously there was a couple of uh, juvenile games as well there, the league championship starting um, as well and keeping an eye on those fixtures, they'll be coming ticking fast at the moment. Um, but uh, looking ahead then this week, another full round of games in the intermediate, senior and junior. There is, yeah. You look at them um, starting on Sunday, if, uh, John Locke's Bridge against Nave Breed, Erin uh, Zone, uh, Garrick Shock, Greg Namana and Tullaher Blacks and Whites, which is... Uh, which is on, um, but all of them are on at Sunday at 11 o'clock. The game that was supposed to be played at the weekend between Thomastown and Piltown Jr. is gone to Wednesday coming at quarter past seven in Thomastown. So that puts the Piltown-Dixburg game off for next week. Um, probably play it probably midweek again. And then intermediates, uh, Group A, there's Emerald St. Anne's against Jim Stevens. That should be a, a tight one. Uh, Liz Downey St. Lactans. That should be interesting to see. The break break away how they get get on and uh, then one of that Danes Fort, then Group B uh, at Glenmore Saint Clairs, Munkine versus Ballyhale and the Roar versus the Lachlans, and then in senior, Group A is Bar Rangers against Saint Martins, Young Ireland's against Connie, uh, Group B is Dixburg against Wingap, Piltown against Saint Bridget's, and then in Group C is Clare against Thomastown with. Tullerone um, at the by that time there all those games are at eleven o'clock. The first teams are read out are home. Oh, games then yeah. So in a way again for Dixborough and Wing Gap, is it? Uh, no, they're at home. They're at home, so two yeah. home games two then. Two home games, yeah. yeah. And Patrick that's confirmed Michelle Quilty was playing for Yeah. Yeah. So Which is which is good to see. It's good it's good to see. Yeah, I think that. she I think she scored a few goals. Um, yeah, we're keeping an eye on. Anything else for Zifa on the Camogie front? That's it. Yeah. And if just in terms of the All-Stars and all that, when will that be announced? Say, obviously the championship is, is over now and all that, but when when usually, is it normally? It's usually two to three months after the All-Ireland is August. Mm. So um, I actually don't know, I haven't seen any notice on it. So like with, with COVID, it went on until the following year. So it went into March last year, So uh, or March this year. So uh, yeah, so I'd say within the next six to eight weeks, I'd say they'll probably be sending out or announcing this, wherever it's going to be. And Katie Norland got the PwC Player of the Month. She did, yeah. It was, there was great great voting between the two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, great performance. Like she deserved it. Like it was going to be very hard to, to pick, but uh, you look at us, it's like it's between herself and Denise going to point the freeze uh, in the all Ireland yeah, but Katie, yeah. Pressure on her, as I often say, there's pressures for tyres, <laughs> not under pressure for Casey. Yeah, she's an exceptional player, yeah, and deservedly seven winner of the award. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Eva, thanks a million for joining us. We'll touch base with you again next Monday. We'll go down through all the, the weekend's action with you, and as always, thanks very much. Thanks, Karen. Uh, we have another text in from Benjamin saying, Congratulations to Crown for representing Kilkenny with such distinction, being most the top four players in Ireland is quite an achievement. Thanks very much for that, Benjamin. Join us after the break. We'll be looking ahead to all the weekend's hurling action with the lads. And uh, we have a text in from Frank Grinsel, your friend Pat. Right. So we'll, we'll, he wants to know, what did you think of Bob Keaton's comments on the GEA? So we'll give you the break to think about that one. TC Tars World of Gaelic Games. And welcome back. Um, yeah, so lads, just on Babs Keaton's comments, it was to do... Nicky, you were saying with the 
just the way the GA has forgotten about the overage people and you know paying into matches and have to yeah, get their yeah, tickets yeah. online. He was, he was on about that. Actually, we've discussed it here numerous times. Sure, mm. uh, Pat Tracy is the representative of the older generation <laughs> here. Uh, he's been, he's been That's because I'm the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. We talked about you to some legitimacy, and I don't go into it much detail. But uh, I've certainly made my views known to. Uh, the powers that be and uh, in fairness I got, did get a response but I think they will be, probably be looking at it this year but uh, my issue here is, is that I don't have any problem going cashless but please make it easy for all our people to buy ax- tickets to get into matches and have them available through the retail outlets when they're going for their shopping as well that's all I'm saying asking people to buy stuff online is simply not on for the older folks period and I'll say no more yeah, no, and you know, trying to get the tickets on the phone, I'll like, you know, I'd have trouble myself sometimes, oh, you know, finding. I went up to the final there in um, Thurlis early between Cork and Watford, and to try and get the ticket on the phone there. The ticket master was down on the day, like, so you, you go up there and it was just you couldn't actually get the ticket. We got started in the end, alright, but do you know what, just even to try and for for a day or two before it, or I always go back just to finish on a simple thing. Last year, I think it was Tullerone and Clara playing John's Park, pay your favour to win. And then afterwards there was a game in Nolan Park and just take it only like so you needed to you know I know it got worked in the end and everything is working a bit better this year but you know fire day 100 yards between both pitches like you know same competition and so it's just stuff like that you know it doesn't make it easy Cash is king in one place and Cash is nowhere to be seen the other <laughs> yeah. yeah well I think just uh, Cash is king and you should be able to buy your tickets um, be it in a, a somewhere on the way because an awful lot of an awful lot of people kind of decide to go on on the spur of the moment as well ah, exactly yeah, yeah and, and and that and well when I see well you know your ticket on buying online and all that kind of thing I kind of just well I, I, I dismiss the game a bit and uh, and tend to uh, tend to not bother with it but um, I, I just I, I don't see why this big rush was too uh, cashless all of a sudden because one time I remember going down and and this this was uh, buying tickets in Nolan Park and you could only pay from in cash that no way and and that was five or six hundred euro you had to have in cash mm. and going in and next thing you couldn't pay on, only by card you know yeah. so uh, and it was that it was that sudden like you know yeah. when you're switching any system from one to there's always a transition there's been no transition in this no but I, I'd agree with you Pat like if you get rid of cash I think nothing has value anymore you know the yeah. like I, I don't know I'd be all for for keeping keeping cash definitely yeah yeah well they, they they should be both like i mean went up to the all irelands at camogie and uh you were buying a sandwich and uh, uh, uh mineral or whatever it was and the, the the shop there they had two or three um that they definitely had two if not three uh places where you go up with your card and that one place where it was cash only so you queued you know that three or four different queues but there was one where you, if you were paying cash, you went in that one, and the other one was two or three. But at least, yeah, like when with your ten or your five. Well, when it's Nolan, when it's Croke Park, and getting the thing like that, and maybe it's twenty. You want for two, and they're generally pricey. But you know, you pay your cash, and that was it, which was which is grand, and that that's that's all people are asking for. 
Yeah, know? no, exactly. Yeah, mm. but yeah, no fair play too. Too Babs, he definitely he definitely highlighted it. We have another text in. Well done to Community Radio for the coverage of the Camogie results, and that's from Mark. So mm. well, thanks, Aoife. Um We have a busy weekend again, Eamon, and this weekend of hurling action, you'll be heading for John Lock Park on. Saturday evening. Another home game. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Yeah, look, it'll be, it'll be, you know, for um, look at for Dixborough, it'll probably be, you know, they're 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 going well now at the moment as well. So it'll be an interesting game. You know, you see how it goes Saturday evening, and um, there's a lot of good games on then the weekend. You know, sure. As I think, as Kieran Maloney said last week, after three rounds, it's kind of like moving weeks so up. You'll kind of have a fair old picture even going into the weekend. The way the t- tables are looking and things like that. So. Yeah. Yes, no, and um, obviously City Derby then, Nicky in Nolan Park between O'Loughlin Gales and James Stevens. It'll be tasty now. Both of them have had a couple of disappointing results and they'll be wanting to get back on the horse big time because whoever loses this would could be will be down in relegation territory for the final round. And in James Stevens' case, they're playing the Borough. Uh, Lachlan's case I'm it's not, Glenmore Glenmore is it yeah so look they they don't want to be supposed leaving to the final game but um, yeah there's going to be some big big games now that's going to be a real crunch game now I mean Lachlan's um, were disappointing now I felt the last day but uh, they'll, they'll I know they're going to be up for this one against James Stevens and vice versa James Stevens uh, I think had to think long and hard after their uh, result the last day uh, was it against Benesbridge, was it? Yeah, against yeah. Benesbridge, yeah. Oh, that, that, that'll be a game to savour. And we, we'll have that game live, by the way, here on uh, Community Radio to be followed by the game after. Is that the, 12 o'clock then? Yeah. No, that's 2 o'clock. Two o'clock, two o'clock. Yeah. The 12 o'clock game will Unfortunately be... Unfortunately for you, Pat. The 12, <laughs> the 12 o'clock game will be, equal, will be probably every bit as entertaining because the loser here could end up in relegation as well because it's Liz Downey and Tolerone out in Park Lockton. That's a massive game. That's a massive game. A massive now, we'll game. have that live as well at 12 o'clock. We'll be then in for the 2 o'clock game between James Stevens and Lachlan Gales and then we'll have the 3.45 game Erden Zone and Shamrock's Ballyhale as well so we're uh, we're on the treble here on, uh, on, on Saturday I suppose when you look at O'Loughlin's and James Stevens they've been scoring about the same amount mm. you know the, the half and they've been started the 17-18 points kind of thing you know mm. maybe the 20 points and under yeah, thing, you know. I tell you, for Lachlan's, like they can't be affording to miss and to freeze that they have in the no. in the other mm-hmm. games. Like yeah, yeah. you know, like down the other end, Onkel Files slot over every one of those. You know, that's right. Yeah, you know, so they they really have to have oh, that sort. Of on the way back for them, so yeah. I don't know if he's be ready for the weekend. He'll be a big uh, addition given that Robbie Buckley looks to be in bother. Uh, Mark mm. Bergen might be back, I think, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But there's two there's two good games on uh, on Friday night as well in the senior because one of that who surprises all with the way they play against Tullerone they're playing Clara, who are going very well now at the moment, and uh, Glenmore on the bridge. Glenmore will have got back on the horse mm. against uh, you lads, Eamon. They did. They had a very impressive Glenmore and a song against James Stevens as well. No, they did. Kind of, they had a flat day, I suppose, against Dixborough. But you have to give credit to Dixborough that day. Dixborough just destroyed them, really, you know. But to come back straight away after a defeat like that, the week after, you know, can work both ways. And I think that's where the week on week kind of helped. They hadn't too much time to mull over the loss, and they were able to get back onto the horse. Whereas then, if someone says if you get bet, then you could look ahead the other way and say, you know, the momentum is gone. But I think it's a big weekend for whoever wins between all Aucklands and um, Jeff Stevens, like the lads have said. Like that's the, you know, it is a. I don't know, James Stevens, they're, 
they seem to be struggling a bit you know they just can't seem to get the scores and after the first game O'Loughlin's are very impressive against Greg Ballycallan but they haven't backed it up either so there's serious questions about both those teams now and I presume Tygo Dwyer I didn't hear was he's red car rescinded or anything I presume is standing is it I don't, don't know that yeah, don't no, I didn't hear but it I just said to the um, no, just people to look look at the the website is back up now but certainly there's a couple of, I see a few changes first of all 7 o'clock games now appear to be have been changed to a quarter to 7 uh, and I know that there, there might be one or two venues have changed as well I just see the Conaghy venue is now in Cannon Cairns Park in Castlecomer not John's Park so just um, just for people to uh, keep an eye on the website because things continue to change for various reasons yeah and um, let's just be with Glenmore and Bennis Bridge will some of them have to change their jerseys will there be a clash or mm. will they get away with not sure how they'll go on over It'll be, it'll be interesting actually to yeah, yeah to, they'll have to change something anyway yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah. where you know to be yeah. Yeah. yeah, the 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 traditional thing was always the the oldest club kept their jersey, wasn't that the that was that was the the rule of thumb uh, down through the years, whether that still goes, but um yeah that's a game now uh, you know Glenmore, I was talking to some Glenmore lads after the uh, the being beaten by the Burn they kind of felt that maybe they put so much into the first game you know and getting the win again that they were a bit flat against the Borough and uh, maybe you know the, the, the third game there kind of showed it but um, you know it's be interesting to see how they'll do against uh, against Bensbridge Bensbridge are fairly uh, you know they'll be fairly confident now and they'll be on momentum and having the three city scalps on their belt you yeah. know they'll, they'll be feeling yeah. good yeah no keep talking down the border lads anyway that's the main thing <laughs> don't give them any credit um, there could be there could be a big name on the line I think with Jay Stevens on on, on Saturday so in Northern Park yeah so we're hearing a former well known manager might be patrolling the line yeah, yeah, yeah so it'll yeah, be well, interesting to see to be fair to the man his heart was always there all the time so yeah needs, um, maybe needs most at the moment um, we were talking there earlier about say like Connie losing that lead and it could prove costly but say that point that Tullerone lost over in, in John's Park you know coming into a relegation yeah. you could have had four you only have three it's massive like the you know the like sure they by all that you know that game like ended as we know the it was a draw was given but like they were coming out of the John's Park that night with four points and then the following weekend it didn't go right for them against one Levat and they ended up on three you know so to, and they had an extra game played so like it's a, it's a big swing but um, to be fair now Tullerone they're, they're playing some lovely stuff but I thought against Clara they were probably overplayed at the times you know they had a chance at a simple score here and there and they kind of overran it and especially in the second half they had a lot of chances to put Clara away and they should have put Clara away but credit to Clara then for coming back that night to, you know they, were, they, they stuck in and they got the two late goals and they, you know, they, they made it what they did and, and and they got the draw after everything but Tullerone have impressed me um, you know I think they have a strong spine um, very like a road done there in the full forward lane and with Mossy yeah Mossy and you centre back like it's really after solid and then Tommy full yeah. the forward, Tommy full back you know so I noticed Peter Walsh did he he's uh, he's back yeah he's back is well, he back yeah. home yeah, yeah, he came on there against Clara. Yeah, yeah he got the equal. Well, yeah. we thought it was the equaliser. Yeah, well, it was the equaliser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he, so. he's uh, he's back home 
Yeah. I'm not sure now, but mm. he was definitely involved in the first he was two games. Playing, yeah, 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 yeah. But the spine Tolerone have is very impressive, like with, from Paul Buggy in the goal up, like you know. And yeah. But after adding the few, they're really after improving since they came up. I tell you who's, who's doing fierce well is Gerald Luby. He's after the mm. two games I saw him. I didn't see the last game now, but he hurled fierce well against Aaron's own and against Clara. I see cornerback, cornerback. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well he was, yeah. I think he had an injury or something. Was it the year before? Or yeah, whatever, it was yeah. a bad leg injury. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, no, plenty, plenty to look forward to, and um, we're doing two live games, Nicky. Is it three? Three live. Yeah, we'll be twelve o'clock in Freshford for Lisdowny and Tullerone. Two o'clock, James Stevens on O'Loughlin's in uh, UPMC Nolan Park, and three forty-five, Aaron Zone versus Shamrock's Valley Hill and uh, UPMC Nolan Park. So busy Saturday for the team here. Jim's treble is in trouble. I'd say. <laughs> well, you can probably f- you can yeah you can you can you can you can fit it in pat between about uh, twenty past one and uh, two o'clock. You still have, you have plenty of time still to lose money. If I had a water break, to be handy. <laughs> right, that's where we leave it for tonight. Thanks to Eva for joining us, giving us the Camogie update. Pat, Nicky, and Eamon there for get going over the hurling, and most of all, thanks to you for listening. And of course, our sponsors TC Tires. Stay tuned after seven, where Martin Morris will be bringing you the best in country and Irish.